What up, family? This your boy JB, and thank you for attending the first episode, number one, 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 one. Yeah, kicking it over <laughs> here with my boy Jerron. So, welcome to the J- Jerron and JB podcast. We want to get on here and just kind of talk to y'all a little bit more about us, get to know us a little bit more, and get to talk about some things in the, in the fellowship of the men and things that we typically don't talk about on our on our as as openly as we should, you know. Um, so, we just felt like it was a thing that we kind of came together and said, "Hey, yo." We want to do this. But first off, before we get into all of that, man, uh, we got more to come. Many more episodes coming down the line. Just want to take the time out to kind of just say welcome. Thank you for coming on. And uh, when you see us, like us, subscribe, comment, give us some kind of feedback on it because you just want to make it better for you and better for everybody that come on to the show to kind of help us out with this. Right. Um, but I just also want to come in and say, yo, what up to my boy, Jerron? What's going on, fam? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling real good, man. What about you? Oh, man, I'm good, bro. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed, man. So, uh, Jerron, let's do this, man. Let's go and kick it off. You're the headliner of the show, man. So just real quick, man, I ain't gonna say real quick, but explain to us, man, who you are, man. What you about, bro? So I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm 34 years old, man. That's what's up. At 34 years old, I realized in life that uh, I wasn't always given the right amount of guidance in life. Mm-hmm. So I started hitting this crossroads that most people hit at when they start hitting their 30s. They start hitting that maturity level in their mental thinking. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a father of two. That's what's I up. A, I have a wife. That's what's up. So as I'm starting to transition into a new development. In my mental state, mm-hmm. I had to start asking myself a lot of these questions. And as I'm asking these questions and I'm going around talking to other men that are my age, they're going through the same thing, but we don't have an outlet to talk about That's it. That's true. That's true. And I ended up starting a podcast before. Yeah. And the podcast was going good. But again, you know, everybody has their their difference, their families and things like that. So it really didn't last. Okay. But the vision of always wanting to have these type of conversations came back, mm-hmm. and you ended up popping up. So that's what's up. That's, that's what's how up. we ended up coming up. That's what's up. That's out. cool, man. That's cool, man. So do me a favor, bro. Just kind of like talk a little bit more about your family. You know, let me know. You know what's going on. You know, you got what you got. Just regular, you know, boys, girls. You know what you got. What you got going on. So I got two boys, and uh, again, up. as as a black male coming up, you got to make sure that you're trying to equip your your boys with the right amount of information and mm-hmm. education because the world is changing every day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I felt like me and you could collab and do this podcast and we could really just put stuff out there because everybody's asking the same questions, but yep. nobody gives an answer. That's facts. That's all facts, man. You know, um, a little bit about myself before we kind of deep dive into it. Um, you know, first things first, my name is Jeremy Bester, but at the same time, all my friends, my homeboys call me JB. So I'm going to ask everybody out there to call me JB. Keep it easy. Keep it simple. I don't know why everybody likes to jack up the, the Jeremy name in, in, in a sense, but we're going to keep it, keep it sexy. Keep it going with the JB. Right. So, uh, the next thing I want to just kind of talk about a little bit more, man, I am a father also myself. I got four girls, um, and I've been married for 20, what year is it? 22, 22 years, bro. So, uh, it's been dope, man. So I got four girls and a granddaughter, yo. Dang. So, I mean, the girls rule this house. I ain't going to even lie about that. Ain't going to say no future in my front, man. You know what, uh. what I'm saying? I ain't going to sit here and sit here and sugarcoat it whatsoever. It got so bad at one point in time, bro, when I had three dogs, bro, two of the dogs are females also. Only Dang. The only dog in the house that was a male was a little teacup Yorkie my wife had at the time. And I hated that dog, bro. Used to yep all the time. Anyway, but you know, I ain't got no say so in anything that goes around in my house, man. It's just more so 
the girls rule the world from over here. So, but I'm cool with that. You know, I've learned my place, learned my role. Mm-hmm. I just kind of go through everything, man. It just kind of fills out to it. Um, but at the same time, man, I'm going through a lot of the things that you mentioned too, um, where, you know, there's, there's trials and tribulations where, um, you just kind of don't really understand what it is the right way to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you try your best to make sure to take care of your family, right. try to make sure your family is good to go. But at the same time, when there's no outlet for yourself and there is nobody else around that you can really relate to, you know, cause ain't nobody really talking about it. No one. You know, um, then, then you find yourself kind of like, you know, bottled up, you know what I'm saying? Keep it all bottled in and everything like that. And, you know, there's going to come a point in time where, you know, I just hope that, you know, we can get all the information inside out before, Somebody break that glass because somebody break that glass is going to be over with, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, we just want to make sure we get that taken care of and just kind of allow an avenue to get that all set up, man. But first off, bro, how did we how do we meet, bro? How do how do we come up? with You remember that? Yeah, we met? we met when you first came to Joliet. You were down on. You were selling your boxers. You were you were selling those boxers and we were at the boxing gym. And you were talking to the guy about the boxers. That's how we first met. And then I realized that you worked at the, uh, the you were a manager at the Walmart that was really? in Romeoville. Because I went up there and I was uh, putting some seeds and some stuff down on the grass or whatever. We kept talking. So okay. we, we met from there and then we met through Leisha, my okay. wife. Okay. Man I, man, I don't know. Okay. Hey, that's that's crazy. I'm crazy how you remember all of that, bro. Because I remember you from more so Leisha first. I don't I don't know. I remember you from the boxing gym down when Joseph was out there boxing. Wow. And you were selling. You were talking about your dogs, and you had just had a litter. Wow. That was that was a minute ago, bro. Dang. And he was trying to buy a dog from you, and you was telling him how you had the paperwork and everything else. So that's how I remember. I'm first met. Wow, dude. I I can't even believe that. I didn't realize that. We went back that far, bro, because that's been a minute, man, since I had them boxers. It's crazy how you remember that because my only my remembrance of you is when, um, you know, Alicia going to kill me for this, but I'm going to tell a story anyway. Oh, well, deal with it, Alicia. Um, when I first I started working at Walmart and I got a I got an assistant manager spot and um, they told me, yo, Jeremy, you're going to be over electronics. I'm like, bet, you know, what I'm saying I'm cool with that because I came from Best Buy anyway and everything like that. So I was cool over, over electronics. No problem, man. So I was over electronics. And then on my first day getting transferred to the store, I was at where I met Alicia. I was, uh, <laughs> I was driving into work and it was, this, it was just, uh, it was this lady that was in front of me mm-hmm. in this, uh, in this Brown Maxima. I think she had at the time. <laughs> I think, it, I think it was a Brown, it was a Brown car. It was a Brown Maxima Camry, yeah, something like that. About. It was it was brown tan. Nissan. Yeah, it was a little Nissan, something like that, right? And um and we was we was out there, bro, and we was I was driving up behind her, and when I was driving up behind her, I swear she was eating some sunflower seeds, some grapes, some some, and she was eating them, shaking them up, eating them, and spitting them out the window, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Who you is this? The ghetto wall, who is this hood chick that I'm I'm behind here? They just ignorant, spitting these doggone seeds out the window, bro. And then they thing I know, it seemed like I don't know if I felt like I was following her or what, but we was going in the same direction. And I'm like, God, what is this? So we start pulling into the parking lot of Walmart. I'm like, okay, she in Walmart. That's no problem. But at the same time, her being in Walmart, I was like, all right, bet, 
you know, maybe she just going into Walmart or whatever, right? So I get over there. Then she started parking where they told her employees to park. I'm like, oh, God, we got to do it. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. So, so park over there by the employees. So I park over there in that area, too, and I hop out the car. And then once I hop out the car, I go in the store. She going in the store ahead of me, and I'm like, okay, this hood chick, you know, whatever. We had no uniforms at the time, so it was like yeah, whatever. Was you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just, you know, was it smocks? Yeah, y'all was back at the little blue smocks. Was That's the only way you like could that. tell I think it. so, I think so. She, she didn't have hers on at the time, so it was like whatever. So we go in there, and I go into my little store and go into the office, whatever. I come out the office, and I go into the electronics department for the first time, and who do I see? The chick who was throwing the dog go Some sunflower <laughs> seeds out the window. I'm like, God help me. So, but long story short, Alicia was super cool, man, super sweet young lady. Um, and uh, we just got to know each other. She was my she was my ride or die at the job. You know what I'm saying? When I needed something, I'm like, yo, Alicia, how can we get this taken care of? She's like, no problem, germ. She's the only person. Well, there's two people that I allow to call me germ. Alicia's number one and my, my niece is number two. But at the same time, there's nobody else. Nobody else can call me like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she, uh, she's, uh, she's like my little sister now. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, it's it's real cool. To whereas we built a relationship and through everything, man, we wind up doing some stuff to where I actually did y'all wedding, mm-hmm. did the photography and stuff like that for the wedding um, and everything. So that was fun. That was pretty cool. Um, we did a couple other things together too, um, just to kind of get it all set up and get it taken care of, man. But it was. Super fun, super cool. Enjoyed ourselves, uh, built a cool relationship. Uh, seen the boys grow up from a little bit of nothing to what they at now, man. That Jerron Junior, bro, that dude is tall. Ooh, he man. about to be uh, five ten, five nine. Seriously, yeah. How old is he? He only ten. Lord, bro, he only ten. Man, I went five ten, five. I'm like five eleven now. Just about. <laughs> about to be ten, five. Dude got some years ahead of him when it comes to actually growth, man. So that's awesome, bro. That's awesome, man. So it's, it's proud to say you got the little man. You know what I'm saying? Khalil, too. You know, Khalil, two. that little dude is crazy, bro. So I'm just so I'm super happy for you and your family, man. And for me, man, I got daughters that range from 27 all the way down to 15. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 15. Bro, 15. And got one left in high school, fam. So. That's just the one left in high school. She drive and trying to drive and stuff like that. Now she got her mind set up. This is this is the most planned out chick I know. She got her mind set up, bro. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So she's straight. I'm, I'm excited for what she gonna come out and do, man. So yeah. I'm excited for her. You know, all the rest of my daughters, they super cool, loving to death. They got their own thing going on. You know, doing phlebotomy, doing nails, um, kind of kind of in and out of school stuff like that. So we just you know just kind of vibing with that man and going with that. So that was pretty dope, bro. So. Um, that's a little bit about me, man. It's a little bit enough about me, but at the same time, that's just you know kind of how we rolling and everything like that, man. So, you know, um, but how do we come to this agreement, bro? We said okay, so we we said that we we I know we wind up having a conversation about it, but how did we kind of land where we at right now? I think we landed on it because we felt like it was a real deep, deep rooted need. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was like when your conversations become stronger and stronger about yep. the same thing yep. and the need for it, it became, that's how it is. Yep. Like most people can go ahead and talk about sports real passionate, but mm-hmm. when you start asking yourself certain questions and then you, you feed for that conversation, mm-hmm. that's how it became a need for us. Yeah, man. And I think I feel the same way, man, because you know, um, like I talked to all my, my, my all my other buddies and stuff like that in the different areas that I'm in. You know, um, where I, where I work, I'm gonna call it the fruit stand because you know I'm just gonna leave it at that, right? right. 
So at the fruit stand, there's a lot of different individuals coming and going. Um, but none of them really can – I can relate to majority of them, but not all of them. Right. You know, because some of them are older, some of them are younger, some of them doing different things, different type of lifestyles that they have going on. But it's not a true, real, you know, relate to them that I can really kind of like pinpoint on in some cases, you know. So um, so I find myself outside of that chit-chatting with my buddies um, and that are more relatable, you know. Right. Um, and so they can understand like, okay – this man may be going through the same thing I'm going through. So let me have the courage enough to ask. Because one thing I think the biggest thing that we have a hard time with is not having the courage to go up and ask the next man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Um, we, make, we make a bunch of assumptions, right? And when we make a bunch of assumptions, you know, they always say, you know, make an assumption, make an ass out of you and me, right? Right. So, but we're making a bunch of assumptions to assume that everything is good and everything is cool. And I call them actors, man. Right. So in this world, we got a bunch of actors, um, meaning that the act they they act as if everything is great mm-hmm. and everything is shiny and everything glitz and glam, but deep down when those people go home, when they by themselves, when they four walls, they are like very a totally different person. You know what I'm saying? Um, some the are mask crying. we wear. Oh, bro, bro, the mask we wear. Uh, Everybody has a mask that they put on to go ahead and make it through the day. Mm-hmm. But when you at home or when you're in a vulnerable state and that mask can no longer fit on your face, mm-hmm. you can't wear that mask no more, mm-hmm. that's when you become to see who the shell of that person is. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we go through trials and tribulations, those shells either harden us or they break us. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, you have to learn to adapt to be somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. the the mental development that you get from – 30 to 35 is totally different than what you get from yeah. 18 to 25. It's, oh, it's always going to be different. It's always stress that comes on there because you deal with life, death, stress, and you deal with um, insecurities. That's true. Most men don't talk about insecurities that they have to deal with. They don't think about the the the, the, the type of pain and, and, and weight that it has on you on your heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, from as a kid, you deal with the insecurities of either having parents in there, having both parents, not having both parents, or just things that with your body, your 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 flaws. Mm-hmm. And most people don't want to talk about that, and that becomes a big mental health issue. Mm-hmm. So as you start trying to develop, you know, the tools that you need to get through thirty five to forty five, mm-hmm. you know, you you scattered all over the place if you haven't. Learn to heal and process certain things. That's true, man. That's true. Well, I mean, I mean, it's huge, man, because um, because I know it's like you just start, you just start like realistically, you just start paying attention to different, so many different things, man. To where what was cool? Hell, I don't even remember when I was. I, yeah, I kind of remember when I was eighteen, but I couldn't tell you nothing about nineteen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I, I couldn't tell you what my thoughts were at that time, but at the same time, you know that old saying: if I know what I know now. Back when I was then, you know, it'd be a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but sometimes the stuff that we know now, it would have never helped us back then. True. Just because you have to learn some lesson. True. And that, again, this is why I feel like you need a podcast or an outlet where men are talking about those things because True. it starts to break down like, oh, okay. I'm aware of those thoughts because I'm starting to have those thoughts now. Yeah. You know, how do I brace myself for you know, the things that come with it. Because once you hit 18, 
going into 19, you starting to feel yourself as a man. True. But you really don't become a man until around 25 when you're starting to realize, hey, all the significant weight that goes with that, you true. know? True, true. Sexually, you feel like you're a man, but mentally. Nah, you don't feel that weight till it hit. And when it hit, it hit hard. Okay. The way I say, like, sexually, you feel like you're a man, but as a man, when you first had your first child... Were you ready for the mental? Oh, hell no. So, again, it's totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, hey, I'm a man. I can go out here and get any woman I want. But to stay with a woman, to raise a child, the mental capacity of those and the insecurities that you're feeling from your family. Oh, my mm-hmm. mom was never like this. I want mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. girl. And the, the development of choosing women. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't talk about that. They don't talk about... At an eighteen-year-old, you're not gonna like this girl at eighteen when you turn twenty-seven. Facts in most cases. Most you know cases. In most just, cases, there's there's rarity. You know what I'm saying? There's rarity. I ain't even lie. Like I met my wife when I was eighteen, nineteen, and you know, like I said, twenty-two years later. You know. Okay. So, but I'm with, some, I'm, in some cases, you know, I'm with my wife. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, from the time she was nineteen till now. She didn't like me a couple times. She didn't. Oh. She didn't like me. Well, I didn't like her. <laughs> and then we had to learn to relike each other. You know what I mean? Because okay. again, you okay. you're always developing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could sexually be. I, I'm attracted to her. I'm sexually attracted to her. But then all of a sudden you go, I don't like this. I don't like that. Or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you're still trying to form a union. Mm-hmm. And most and. That was that's something else I want to talk about, but we'll do that later. Like with marriage and unions and stuff like that, most people think when you put that ring on your finger, that's the the, the end. Oh, that's just the beginning, bro. Just the beginning. That's just the bro. Hey, we, yeah, we'll talk about that another. But I'm one, just man. saying, there's a, there's yeah. a whole lot of stuff oh, that yeah. other men will have conversations about, and if you were to explain it to a woman, most women wouldn't understand it. But if you were to explain it to another man who's been in that. He could develop. They know, they, they know exactly, pinpoint yeah, exactly yeah, where you're at. Like, oh, I know where you at, young man. Yeah, right yeah, now, you yeah, at the stage mm-hmm, where you thinking mm-hmm, about the the prom queen, mm-hmm, and the prom queen ain't mm-hmm, coming. Yeah, but you yeah, got yeah. your wife, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, Everybody yeah, got yeah. that. Like, oh man, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she 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 liked my picture on Facebook, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you said it like, fool. I got a dope got, comment, bro. Yeah. Did you see what she said? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, she's not really into you, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she won't really and that's another thing. Most people don't be don't get into you until you really develop who you are. That's true. But at the same time, like 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 I think that's 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 gonna be food for other conversations that we're gonna have. You know what I'm saying? Is that, you know, um a thought process that I have is like, are you happy with who you are? You know what I'm saying? And do you know who you really are, right? You don't so know those that. those are different things that we're gonna bring up later. We're gonna have some other folks to jump in with that conversation. Um but we ain't gonna go too deep into that. But yeah, man, I think this is gonna be a great outlet for us to really kinda, you know, channel in with some different things that we got going on in our mindset. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk about, you know, um just fatherhood, being a man in itself. Uh, health things that people don't really talk about, you know what I'm saying? That's that's super huge. Um, you know, um, different things in regards to, um, you know, different different relationships that we've had in our in our lives yeah. that have molded us in different ways, yeah. um, and to kind of put us to where we are and make make actions to happen. 
Um, we're going to talk about different things, man. Um, um, I'm a man. I'm a believer in faith. Um, but God still is working on me. So forgive me if you hear a few curse words every now and then. But at the same time, I would tell you like, you know, like this, man, is that, you know, um, you know, I, I believe in protecting my family and stuff like that. So we will have conversations with people in that particular field about, you know, protecting your family and guns and stuff like that, too. Because, you know, I like my guns. You know what I'm saying? Your boy, I know your boy got a, <laughs> he got his arsenal, but at the same time, we'll have that conversation too and feelings with people about that because one of my homeboys asked me about that question too. Um, so um, it's just a lot of different things, man. We just want to have this conversation about to kind of bring it up, you know, and just kind of keep the vibes rolling. You know what I'm saying? Um, I initially came to a place in my mind where I thought it was important to when I, when I, when I think I was, I was going through different things with me between me and my wife and our relationship. And then I was going through things as far as trying to become a man and be the man that I'm quote unquote supposed to be. Right. Um, and then, um, and then when you think a man that quote unquote supposed to be, you're supposed to be the number one, the provider of everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I ain't gonna say the provider of everything and there's mixed conversations with that, but you know, you want to be in a sense, I, I, I can rephrase this like this. You can be the provider and you can be the person who makes sure you assist. But the thing that you don't want to do is be in a position to where you have to tell your family or your kids no. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can say no because if you can say no if it's something that is like they don't really need. But when it's something that you need, you know what I'm saying, or something that you feel like they really, really, really want to pursue in their life cycle, in their, in their field, and not give them the understanding and ability to be able to say, I don't like this. You first want to give them the option to say no on their own versus you telling them no at first. Right. Yeah. So you don't uh, want to shut a dream. Down. Exactly. Exactly. Because so many times growing up for me, my mom was a single mom and um, she wasn't she was a single mom. She was an entrepreneur all her life, did hair for so many years. So and it was super dope. So my entrepreneur spirit came from my mom. Me growing up, that's what I saw. Right. You know. Um, so that's, that's the thing that she did. But at the same time, there was many times where the word no came about for different things that me or my sister wanted to do or wanted to go or wanted to go and do because either financial or if it was a job related, or if it was the availability of being able to do it or different things like that. Now when she could, she did it and she did it big time. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when she couldn't, we felt, and it seemed like as kids, we remember the no's before we remember the yeses. Mm. Right. So, um, you know, those are, those are different things that, that I wanted to be able to, help out my family and make sure my family understood that I just wanted the ability to say yes to them as much as often. But it also hurts me when I have to say no. You know what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. It, it hurts. It literally hurts my feelings to when it said, when I have to say no, they don't think that my family don't, don't realize how much it does hurt me, but it does, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's another thing that I was having a discussion with my wife about sometimes when I'm saying no to you, is not personal. It's not a personal note to you. Yep. It's something that you don't see that I see yep. that's coming down the road. Yep. And sometimes being married or being a man, you have to be very confident in those types of decisions when yeah. you, hey, listen, we can't do that. Yeah. But no, you can come up with a million reasons of how you can do that. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you it's always going to end with something that you're not going to see. That's true. That's true. And That's true. I think that me and my wife had to go, in the beginning of our marriage, 
Those are some of the things that you have to learn and develop. And as a man, you have to learn how to develop your mind because a woman's mind is always faster than yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She yeah. could say something. Oh, yeah. And she already got six six different avenues to oh, yeah. go. Oh, yeah. And as a man, you got to see those six and that seventh. Yes. You got to yes. see the six and the seven. But it takes you a while to get there, though, right? That's it takes It takes you a long time to it get there. You know what I'm while. saying? They always say the developmental state of a woman is a whole lot faster than a man, a girl and a boy even, growing up even. You know what I'm saying? So um, they you always know, say that. Go ahead. Funny, funny story. The day that I asked my father-in-law mm-hmm. to have my, my leash's hand in marriage, mm-hmm. he gave me that speech. Yeah. He, as a, he's not my father, but I, I, I respect this man beyond that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I love, I have a lot of love for this man. This man sat me down, and when I asked for his daughter's hand in marriage, mm-hmm. that was his speech. He said, I want you to understand this. I respect everything you do. I respect that you take care of your family, mm-hmm. and I respect that you have goals for this family. Mm-hmm. But understand this. A woman mm-hmm. will think six different ways, and you got to see the seven. Mm-hmm. And he said it just like that. He said she'll think quicker than you. I want you to be prepared to think longevity. Mm-hmm. And this is he's giving me this, this advice, mm-hmm. and this is his daughter. Mm-hmm. So he's telling me to be wiser mm-hmm. for whatever's to come. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I didn't see it, and he's had my back, and he's always supported me. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you might have failed, but you ain't no failure. Mm-hmm. I, I, You know, the potential that I have in me that he sees in me and he pushes in me, again, I don't see too many men doing that to other men that are That's blood. What's up. That's what's up. So I, I guess, you know, that that's to honor him and his legacy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So... Mm-hmm. Any of the knowledge that he gave me, mm-hmm. I try to make sure I give my son, but I also want other people to get it. That's what's know? up, bro. That's what's up. That's cool, man, because I mean, um, it's cool to have the respect of um had a respect and love for your for your father in law and everything like that. Because, you know, the to have the ability to be well have well, let me rewind. To have the situation to where there is a man in that woman's life that you need to go ask before you feel, and you you feel like it's necessary that you go ask because of the respect that she has for him and respect that you have for him right. is very rare nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Because most of the guys are not in their kid's life. You know what I'm saying? Man, he raised so, them. So, so if, he, if he's there and he's doing that, you know, kudos to that man, Mr. R. You know, what's up, dog? You know how we're living. That's good. What's up with that, right? <laughs> so love you too, man. What's up? But at the same time, you know, um, just kind of going through everything, man, it's, that's super dope. You know, um, I just I took a different route with that. I didn't go around about that, about a route by asking um, my wife's uh, father um, about that. I just went on and did it. You know what I'm saying? Just asked her and just was like, hey, different stroke for different folks. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Then we just went on to it. But at the same time, man, you know, I've grown up quite a bit, you know, and still um, I, I've grown patience a lot, too. You know what I'm saying? So that's another that's another conversation that we we will eventually have. What's your patience? You know what I'm saying? Because man, your patience. Because you know, um, if you don't have patience, uh, man, you can blow up three times oh, over man. and over again. I'm failing at that every day. <laughs> you got little man. kids running around. Oh, you got your man. wife going, and you got uh, the job. Man. 
Patience, it, it, man. Bro. That's why them old men don't move fast, fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them old men will not move fast at oh, all. Man. Oh man, you I wanna think... go get some watermelon? Well, what, what time is it? <laughs> 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 they got a couple questions for you before they get exactly. to moving their feet. Exactly, exactly. You got to know. You got to know what's what, man. Yeah. So that's one thing I've grown to have, man, is patience. And um, you know, I've even had, I've grown to have patience to the to the point to where it's like this: my uncle. Who I was in as a as a young kid, I was in his wedding with my aunt, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been married, shoot, man, like 28, 29 years, something like that. Something like that. I could be off by the numbers, whatever, but he's older than I am. Mm-hmm. Put it like that. He's a lot he he's enough older than I am, right? right. Um, to the point to whereas he told me one day, he said, Bro, one thing I learned from you is that your patience that you have and the ability for you to hold your tongue and to be calm and cool in most, most situations is out is, is amazing to me because I know in some of these situations to where you're facing and the different things that's going on around you in the moment, I will react totally different than what you are. So I'm like, man, I just, you know what I, I start, I told him, I said, bro, you know what? I just try not to stress myself out as much. Yeah, you know, and that's just really what it is. I got enough stress as it is. I say this all the time to my wife, my kids, and everybody else. Is that I got enough stress as it is living my own life mm-hmm. and figuring out my own life and trying to cope with my own life versus being stressed out about every little thing that's coming about. And my wife still feels that I still still stress too much, mm. but at the same time, she don't understand how much stuff that I can choose to let go. Before I actually stress about these other things that are over here that are so much more important to me. You know what I'm saying? So it's just different things like that, man, that we want to, we just want to come about and just be, have real tough conversations with, with our fellas about, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, have different, different, different segments about that, man. It's just kind of going through that. But, um, but hey, man, check this out, bro. I mean, I, I forgot to go through this part, and this is something I wanted to do in the beginning. But um, let's rewind a little bit. And tell me, how was your week, man? How's your week been, bro? Oh man, what's what's been going on with Jerron in the past week, fam? So for the last two and a half weeks, I was fighting COVID. Whoo! Whoa. Okay, I've been there. I I've, I did that. That was tough, man. How did how did you face it? How did your how was your fight? I ended up in a hospital. I was in a hospital uh, Wednesday, and I didn't come out till like late Sunday. Oh, yeah. hospital. Now, I had a bad, but I ain't have hospital bad. No, nah, man, it was I couldn't breathe. I was losing my my breath, and I was sleeping like majority of the day. But when you sick, that's pretty much what you're supposed to do, just sleep. But mm-hmm. it was to the point where I wasn't eating. I ended up losing like twenty pounds in five days. Whoa, whoa! I lost twenty pounds in five days. I man, it was coming out of one end or the other, but wasn't <sighs> nothing going in. My senses were heightened. I could smell COVID. Oh, wow. You said I could smell it. No, I could smell it. Like You could smell it. You know how people say when they work in a nursing home and they can smell death coming? Yeah. That's how it's, it's, it's a distinct smell. Seriously? Yes. Like, you could go. I could walk into Walmart and I could smell uh, the food that's sitting there at the food court. But if somebody walked past me, mm-hmm. I could smell if they were sick. Seriously, yes. It oh, that's at a whole nother level, fam. That's why I lost so much weight in five days. <laughs> I, I couldn't stand nothing. I couldn't stand the smell. And then on Wednesday, 
when I went to the hospital, you smelling nothing but that. Mm. And they're telling you, hey, you can't get into a room for seven to ten and a half hours. They won't see you. They'll go ahead and check you in and you just sitting there. So everybody's sitting around. People's vitals aren't getting looked at. Nothing. People are sitting here passing out. There was a lady that had a, she was hooked up on an IV. She was so dehydrated, they hooked her up on an IV. After she got the IV, she was still bad, and they told her they're not giving her anything until she gets in a room. Seriously. And she waited five more hours. So I'm sitting there. I'm dealing with that. And when you in there, there's no, no, you can't have family, you can't have nobody. So you by yourself. By yourself. So you start off by yourself, and throughout the whole transition, you're just looking at people through a phone. So for me, being sick sucked. But being alone sucked. Yeah. And I think what ended up throwing me way off was when I'm, I made a TikTok because my kids was worried or whatever. So I did something funny, and they saw me on the in the hospital with the oxygen mask making this funny video. They saw it. Everybody else saw it. And all of a sudden, I started getting everybody hitting me up like, you in the hospital? Hey, I was just in the hospital, or I'm at the hospital now. Oh, really? Yeah, people were... Man, I thought my breathing was bad because it got down to 79. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to be at a 90. Some people were at a 72. (sighs) They left with oxygen when they finally kicked them out the hospital. Wow. They left with them. I'm like, man, he's like, I'm still on oxygen. Or I still got to take these breathing treatments. So people are messed up from COVID. It's that bad. Wow. So I think. I'm glad I made it out. I'm not going to make it like a big thing, but the biggest thing to me, being in there, being alone, you get people that you didn't expect to call and reach out to you. You know, some people will say, hey, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. I had people that actually called, hey, man, I know you down. Yeah, man, what's going on? Hey, I'm praying for you. And he made a pray. Just right then and there. Right then and there. Immediate. Three-minute prayer. That's what's up. And they get off the phone. That's what's up. And then they'll, they'll go ahead and message you the next day. Hey, I'm still praying for you. And then mm-hmm. they'll call again and they pray. Mm-hmm. That threw me off to to receive that type of love and attention from people. And it was like, man, because I think one way of myself, but then when they think about you, mm-hmm. it's something totally different than what you think. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I think and I think what thing the thing that'll probably throw you off the most in those situations is that those are people that you never expected nope. to call. Never expected to say something. Hell, in some cases, you may not even realize that they even had your phone number. You right. know what I'm saying? My wife so, gave it. So, so you'd be like, bro, how did how did this person even get my number? You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad that they took the time out to make that phone call to even say anything. But the people you expect to call, the people you expect to see something, they treat it like it's normal. Them joints be ghosts, man. And you can't even hear hear see them at all. Hey, hey, man! I know you gonna do good. Yeah, be, be, all right, man. Man. be all right, be all right, be all right. Oh, oh, garbage walk it off type yeah. of thing, bro. Do you know how hard it is to walk this, boy? If I could, yeah, I'd be walking three miles to Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that 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 was a huge eye opener because once I got home, I realized that my wife was taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. If something seriously did happen, where you know. I didn't come out of it or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just her and the kid. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for her being as strong as she was and in good spirit mm-hmm. and everybody else that came along with it. 
uh, nurses and stuff was reaching out to me. Make sure they're taking your vitals. Make sure they're giving you this. Ask mm-hmm. them about this. Mm-hmm. Like, just that type of information that people were just giving me mm-hmm. to make sure that I was okay to come back home. And, again, none of the things that they was telling me to do or asking me to do benefited them. Mm-hmm. It only benefited me. That's what's up. So, again, that type of love that people were giving out, just those conversations, mm-hmm. it really went a long way to me. So, like, when I see those people, it, they mean a little bit more to me. Than yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's become, it was always been a common thing for, I ain't going to say common, but it's become way too common for people to have somebody losing someone in the last few years, right? <sighs> It's become a super common thing to say that I'm going to the funeral. It's almost as like as if you say I'm going to go to the library. I'm going to go to the grocery store. Yes, you know what I'm saying because it's become so much of a common thing nowadays uh, with everything that's been going on. Whether it's whether it's COVID related or just person related or violence related or whatever it's related to, it's become way too common for people to be going to funerals nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I asked, um, I was talking to this this customer. One time, and um, and it's crazy, bro, that we were saying, talking about how common this stuff is. But I was talking to this customer one time, and the customer turns out to be a person who um, was in the uh, music industry, right? And, and and his, but his side, his music industry technically was a side hustle, right? But believe it or not, his side hustle was a dope side hustle as far as music. He was a saxophone player for one of like the great old songs that we know. Like the old great old groups that we know, and they right. was like super famous, right? So he had do this tour and stuff like that. And I said, you know, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, man, so what made you become a mortician? Because his regular hustle was a mortician, mm-hmm. right?" And he says, he says, when well, my father told me a long time ago, he was a minister. He said, either you become, he said, three traits that you can get into that you can become something you will never find yourself out of a job as an electrician, a plumber, or a mortician. Mm-hmm. And he said he decided to be a mortician. So he said, it's crazy. But he decided to be a mortician based upon that conversation that he had with his father a long, long time ago. Now, this guy's an older guy as it is right now, right? But he's been doing it lately, and we've been talking to him more frequently because my job at the fruit stand requires me to be in conversations with, you know, customers like that. So, um, but he's been super busy and stuff like that with all these different funerals and director of these funerals and stuff like that. It's been driving him crazy, man. So, um, but it's crazy. It's like that, bro. It's crazy. It's like that. So, you know. That's that's crazy, but I'm glad you're here. Me too. I'm glad I'm here too. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> How you recovering? You recovering all right, man? Man, uh, COVID has a lo- a lasting effect. Like uh, going back to work just to to do things, walk around. Mm-hmm. It took longer. Mm-hmm. It, it it's not something that you you simply get over, especially when you got kids. Like when your breathing is down and you're trying to build your your, your stuff back up. Going up and down the stairs, picking oh, up socks, oh, just bro. the simplest stuff bro. that you take for granted takes even longer. Bro, I, I know that um, I live in a house to where basically, you know, um, you know, we in the basement right now. But at the same time, it's the only it's only one level up above us. Right. right. So and I'm so happy about that. But my in-laws, they got like two, three, four levels. One of them old school big houses, man. And they got so many stairs, bro. I know I would kill me just to go up and down those stairs after I had COVID. Because after I had COVID, I had over the Thanksgiving weekend of the prior year. So back in what was this, 2022? So in 2020, I had COVID over Thanksgiving week. And it was tough, man. Um, and um, 
they have a lot of antibiotics no, and stuff it that went, they got it now. a bunch of stuff at that point it time. was just put you on the respirator and yeah, let yeah, you breathe yeah. it and that's, out. and that's it's like hey you go to the hospital you ain't coming home type of thing at that point that's when it was back then and there yeah so i had it bad my family didn't have it too bad but i had it rough and um i'm glad i made it out of that but i can tell you the aftermath of going up and down some stairs whew, you don't do stuff so quick Kind of back to the old time conversation with the men say, yeah. hey, the, the men ask 10 questions before they move, right? <laughs> I was like that, Jack. I was, hey, where are we going? When are we going? Who going? What's going on here? Man, What's going let on me there? get a head yeah. start. <laughs> I got to wake up at 4 to be ready by 7. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yes. it, was just, yeah. it was just that kind of feeling, man. So And your leg muscles. Your leg muscles give out easier too? Oh, bro, it was rough. Just, just it's rough. You walking around, you're like, man, it's rough. Sitting down and trying to get back up. Oh man! One of the things they tell you when you're in the hospital, hey man, you can't lay down. You can't stay laid down. You got to sit up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what they have you on blood thinners and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you got to keep your heart pumping. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Even after uh, COVID and everything, you still got to keep your heart. So yeah, eating man. and digesting food. Yeah, that still hurts. Yeah, man. It's it's. It's rough, man. I, I pray that everything still worked itself out for you, man, and everything goes Thank good. You. It was a long journey for me, man, um, to get back going on with that. You know, so that was that was pretty crazy, bro. That was pretty crazy. But yeah, man. So I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad here, and I'm glad to see everything is good with you and your family now, and everything is working out. So um, I just, man, I, I no, no more I can say about that, bro. Man, we got a lot to talk about, bro. It's a whole lot, a whole lot, man. So. um so now, now that you back at the crib, everything is good to go. Family's good. Everybody's good to go. And then we were able to start this podcast, man. I'm just excited to see what's to come, what everything is going on is because we've been talking about this since what, like October. Yeah. It's been in the works for a long time. It's mm-hmm. been longer than that. So, you know, the idea comes out first mm-hmm. then all of a sudden everything has to come into, mm-hmm. into play. And today, mm-hmm. Everything fell into play. Yep. Everything worked. We didn't yep. have no problems. Yep. Yep. It was like it was meant to be. So yep. Yep. no matter how long it took to get here, we got here. Yep. That's dope, man. And I'm happy that we able to get here and get to this point because one thing I can truly say, man, once we put these feelings and put everything and our thoughts and our efforts into this, man, our voice will always be recorded. You know what I'm saying? It'll always yep. be on the system. We'll always have something in there. And going forward, you know, our families will be able to, even if we're gone and we're no longer here, our voice recordings will be there. Um, and if we get this video right, our video recordings will be in there too, yeah. right? It's kind of funny, but we're going to get it straight. Uh, we get this video right, um, we get it taken care of. At least we got one avenue versus the other, right? Um, but we'll but we'll get it taken care of and just kind of move forward, man, and really get this set up. So, you know, um, and we're just going to keep it moving, keep it rocking, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and keep it moving, but I'm super happy about different things that we we're going to got got lined up for this podcast, man. We're gonna talk to some people who are in some higher places and some cool places, some people who did some awesome things in their lifestyle, some people who have gone through some terrible times and still came out of it on the top and on the win. Um, and uh, we just got a lot of stuff in store uh, to kind of go through and everything, and go through and set up. The biggest thing was finding volunteers because we just don't want y'all just to continue to keep hearing our voice. You know what I'm saying? We just we just want we want our audience to hear other people's voice too and other people's perspectives on the life and the, the different things that's going on as far as the fellas and what's going on with their lives. So people have been in relationships a lot longer than what we have. I think my 22 is cool and many people are shocked to hear about my 22. But at the same time, there's men that are out there 
that's got 35, 40 years of marriage, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And even longer years of marriage, man, to kind of uh, keep it moving with that. So I think we're just going to keep it pumping, keep it going on from there, man, um, and, get, and let it let it flow, you know. And then as we continue to keep moving on, man, we just hope that, um, that you guys continue to keep tuning in, keep commenting, subscribing to the actual YouTube channel, the video channel, the, the podcast, everything that we have going on. Um, you know, we're going to set up all the Facebook, the Instagram, all that type of stuff. So we, we can kind of stay in tune with you um, so we can make a little short video clips and stuff like that of what's to come and the excitement to build up around it and kind of move forward from there, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my, my vision board is huge for this podcast, man. Be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I've been preparing for this and, excited about this to put my face out there and get my voice out there to be heard. And I know you've been talking about it for the longest you want to do it before I even wanted to do it. Yeah. So I did, we did a lot of episodes, um, with my brothers and me mm -hmm. and it would, I mean, it was really good. It was just people were having babies. People were, you know, uh, Jobs and careers were changing, yep. so it's just always hard to get a, a group of people together. Yep. So, Schedule conflicts was a is a mother, bro. Yeah, so I mean, I still talk to those guys to this day. Mm -hmm. There's no hard feelings. There's nothing, you know what I mean. If ever they want to go ahead and reach out and just jump up and say something, is there's no animosity or anything. Nah, man, like we that. gonna get some of them fellas back on here, man, because they got a lot of good input to put on. To kind of help out with too, so you know what I'm saying. All those guys, we gonna we gonna get them joints back on here, get on, get the fellas back on here. We can talk a lot of stuff because based upon conversations that I know of from them, their conversations are very wise, very old. There may be some young dudes in some cases, but they got some wise conversations, some wise minds. But we're all going through the same yep. thing. Yep. A lot of like last night when we were talking about you know, uh, uh, carrying, carrying. You know what I mean? Making mm -hmm. sure that we're legit, legal to mm -hmm. carry guns and mm -hmm. weapons and stuff like that. All those dudes that was on the podcast all have their carry license. So yeah, see, a lot, and a lot of them are like, "Oh yeah, man, we and we go shooting and stuff like that. We still hang out, but again, the conflict of schedules, schedules, and families yeah. and stuff, and yeah. it's very hard to stay committed to what we see right now could be just a simple hobby, mm -hmm. but we know it's much more than that, mm -hmm. and still to sacrifice the things, your family, your, your family time." This and it it becomes harder on certain individuals, mm -hmm. and they have to do what's best for them and their family. So, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of them just had to go ahead and take a hey, a step back. Hey man, to each his own man. It's cool though. I mean, we live and we learn. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, you know, like you said, no hard files, no hard feelings behind anybody. We just gonna keep this moving. Keep this. Keep try to keep this sexy, Joe, and kind of move. You know, keep it keep it decent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and then we had another segment. Um, that I guess I should have mentioned earlier in the podcast that you and your wife did that was pretty cool and I thought was pretty dope and it's called Let My Wife Tell It. Yeah, that's coming back. Okay, that's okay. That's coming back. So explain that to us a little bit better. So with Let My Wife Tell It, man, it's a, a podcast that me and my wife ended up developing where we're talking about things that me and her are dealing with in our marriage or that we see in other marriages, mm -hmm. you know? So... Like, for instance, when you sit here and you talk about how for 22 years that you and your wife had to develop a um, a different type of bond, mm -hmm. we talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like, and we're going through it in real time. Mm -hmm. So, like, marriage is not perfect. And one of the things that me and my wife have been struggling with is, you know, dealing with in-laws. Mm. 
That's a whole. That's a whole. Don't go there. Don't <laughs> no, go there, no, Chief. Say, okay. Don't go there just yet. That's no. a whole another conversation, man. We're, we're dealing with in-laws. Don't steal right? the thunder right now, Chief. My father-in-law was very acceptive of me. I get it. With my mother, you got to remember, as a woman, you're going to lose a son. Yep. So that son is going to go ahead and provide for his family. He's yep. a, this and that. And you have to understand that there are dynamics that go along with that. Mm-hmm. So as you guys are becoming a union mm-hmm. and you're trying to build yourselves and you're dealing with these other people, you're going to get a whole lot of atomic bombs thrown yep. at you. Yep. Yep. And we're going to keep those atomic bombs to ourselves <laughs> right now because I don't want this man to spill the beans on that one. I want you guys to tune in to that. So when we get that going on with that, bro, because I believe me, I know those bombs. I have bombs in my family, too. So I, I'm excited to hear about those stories, excited to hear about those things going on. Um, and then there's another segment that we really want to kind of bring in topics about. We're going to bring other individuals on um, and kind of more so it was based upon a clothing line that I created called Soda. And the Soda stands for Still Outstanding Despite Adversity um, to kind of build up and help promote people to let them know that we go through adversities on a daily basis um, and we overcome quite a few of them. But at the same time, some of them still lingers on and those mental ones that still lingers on is the one that hit us the hardest. Right. right. But we have to encourage one another to say you're still outstanding despite all the adversities that you're going through. Right. So those are the things that we really want to bring about and kind of touch about with those aspects. And I have quite a few different people who have gone through different things as far as, you know, death and drugs and uh, hardships and loss of loved ones and all this other type of stuff that they have going on, that they have to overcome adversity to continue to live the smooth and cool life that some of you may see today and think that person is a real cool dude, but you have no idea, Mm. no idea what they had to go through to portray what is happening right now on the face value. Right. And what they're still fighting to this day. Right. So those are some of the things that, man, we just want to make sure that, you know, we bring to the light and to have those conversations with bro. But but yeah, man, I'm, I'm like, once again, I'm super excited. I can't say that enough about what we're going to come to the board and bring. Um, we're going to have other people to talk about business, about financials, about all that type of stuff that we just don't understand. Um, but those people that are smarter than us in those particular areas is going to help us out and help me learn. I need to learn, Jack, because, I, you know, I got some stuff that I done jacked up. So I want to get it get it right. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, but all that type of stuff, man, we're just going to keep it moving with that, yo, you know. So what you think, man? What you think? You excited about this, bro? I'm real excited, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Me too. I'm super excited about this, bro. Yeah. Yeah, for real. For real. So um, we just want to tell y'all, man, we've been talking y'all head off about a good 45, 50 minutes now. And we just want y'all to know that, hey, we're here for you. Just let us know if we can help out. Um, Reach out to us. We're going to get all the email, all the social media, all the stuff all set up and get it all taken care of. But in the meantime, just holler at us and let us know what's up, man. Until next time, man. This is Jerron and JB on the the Jerron and JB podcast saying deuces, much peace and love, and we see y'all on next week, fam. Later.